you're on the air with Mike on the mic. This is Mike Hasichek, and I love my Catholic faith. And today we're going to be talking about um, the mystery of the Trinity. But before we start, let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The Father is my hope. The Son is my refuge. The Holy Spirit is my protector. Glory to the holy and undivided Trinity, now and forever. Let us praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us bless and exalt God above all forever. Almighty and everlasting God, to whom we owe the grace of professing the true faith, grant that while acknowledging the glory of the eternal Trinity, enduring its unity, we may, through your majestic power, be confirmed in this faith and defended against all adversities through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So yesterday, uh, we celebrated the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. So what is a solemnity? Well, that's the highest liturgical rank of a feast in the ecclesiastical church calendar. And, you know, they include celebrating the mystery of faith, such as the Trinity, uh, an event in the life of Jesus or Blessed Mother Mary, or another important saint. But, but the Most Holy Trinity is the central mystery of our Christian faith. So, you know, why is it uh, that the Trinity is a central mystery of our Christian faith? I mean, that's, that, that's you know, you would think, well, um, maybe maybe it's the, 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 it should be the Eucharist or the Resurrection. You know, after all, the Eucharist is the source and summit of our Christian faith. But let's first take a look at what the Catechism of the Catholic Church has to say about the Trinity. And we'll go to paragraph 234 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and it reads as follows. The mystery of the Most Holy Trinity is a central mystery of Christian faith and life. It is the mystery of God in himself. It is therefore the source of all the other mysteries of faith, the light that enlightens them. It is the most fundamental and essential teaching in the hierarchy of the truths of faith. The whole history of salvation is identical with the history of the way and the means by which the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit reveals himself to men and reconciles and unites with himself those who turn away from sin. Man, that is beautiful. Now, as Catholics, we're monotheistic, which means we believe in one God. So how do we reconcile that with the Trinity, which means three persons in one? You know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So there's a couple ways that, that we can look at the mystery of the Holy Trinity to understand how, how it's three persons in one God. We can look at the what, and we can look at the who. So if someone asks, you know, what am I? You know, I'm a human being. If someone asks, who am I? I am Mike Hazichek. However, I was created unlike God. Just like angels were created. Humans and angels have a beginning. So first we can look at the what. So what is God? Well, God is one in substance, nature, and essence, or being. By substance, we don't mean God is made of some kind of stuff. His nature or essence is divinity. He's divine. He was not created like how he created us as humans. 
So we know in Exodus 3, God says, I am who I am. And, you know, that God is transcendent. He is the cause of all existence. He is not bound by anything, including time or space. He even gives existence to time and space. He has no limits. He always was, is, and always will be. He was not created, but he is the creator. So we say that God has one nature. Now, let's talk about the who aspect of the Trinity. But he also is three persons in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Those three persons are defined as that inner relationship within the Godhead. So a way to look at this relationship is really through love, because God is love. St. Augustine in his writings called on, uh, one of his writings was called On the Trinity. He describes it as the lover is the father, the beloved is the son, and the love itself is the Holy Spirit. Wow, that is so profound and beautiful. Or said another way, the father loves the son, the son loves the father, and they share the love of the Holy Spirit. God is in communion with himself through love. He is love in his very person, and that love is shared with us. So there is one divine what? One divine nature, and therefore there is one God. But there are three who's, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, who share in the one divine nature, which is God. And that's really what the Trinity is. So, so let's look at Scripture and see what uh, Scripture tells us. You know, if we go to Scripture, we'll not find the word Trinity. But from the Old Testament through the New, New Testament, God reveals to us the full meaning of the Holy Trinity. You know, we know that the New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. So let's look at some passages from the Old and the New Testament. So let's start with, uh, and these are biblical sources for the Trinity. So we can go to Matthew 28, 19, uh, verse 19, where it says, Go th therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So there we go. You know, we have, have the Trinity um, in Matthew uh, chapter 28, verse 19. But we can go all the way back to the, uh, Genesis, Genesis 1, uh, verse 2, chapter 1, verse 2. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So already we're, we're hearing about the Holy Spirit. And then we can go to Genesis uh, chapter 1, 26. And again, this is not inclusive of everything that we could find in the in Scripture that is that alludes to the um, Trinity. But we're just I'm just selecting several several uh, Scripture quotes. So let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea." and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now, let's take a step back for a minute. Then God said, let us make man in our image. He didn't say, let me as a single person, as a father. He said, let us make man in our image. So again, 
you know, there, you know, we're, it's, it's, it's kind of, um, revealing a little bit about what, you know, that there's a, about the Trinity early on in the, um, in the first book of the Old Testament. And then we can go to, uh, second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. It says the following, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So, you know, here we are, um, you know, it's, it's, um, St. Paul talking about, uh, the Trinity. He's, you know, he's using that concept of the Trinity. And then in John chapter 14, verse 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Again, let's, let's look at this, the, the specific wording here, but the helper, that's the Holy Spirit, he's saying, whom the Father will send in my name, meaning Jesus, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I have said to you. So he's talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, all in that um, one sentence. And then we have John, um, let's see, it's John 1, uh, chapter 1, this would be verses 1 through 5, and then verse 14. So, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So this is, again, here we are where we're talking about the Word, which is Jesus, um, was with God and the Word was God. So, you know, we're talking about the, the Father and the Son is God. He was in the beginning with God. So Jesus was there at the beginning. He's eternal. Um, he's, he, we're going to talk a little bit later about, you, you know, begotten, not made. He's always existed as the Son of the Father. Um, for all, for, for, you know, for forever. So, you know, that's what makes this, you know, kind of interesting that, you know, we're, we, we see a lot of, um, you know, we don't use the word Trinity in scripture, but we see the Godhead of the three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's very, very obvious when you look through these passages. And now we'll go to Matthew chapter three, verses uh, 16 through 17. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from the heavens said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. So we see at Jesus' baptism, we have the Holy Trinity present. Um, and then we go to John chapter 10, verses 30 through 36. I and the Father are one. The Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? The Jews answered him, It's not for a good work that we are going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, It is not written. Is, is it not written in your law? I said, You are God's. So again, 
um, he say, he's saying, I and the Father are one. Uh, of, of course, they're one nature. And then we have um, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. According to the foreknowledge of God the Father and the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood, may grace and peace be multiplied to you again encompassing the, 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 the Holy, the, the Blessed Trinity. And then we have John chapter 14. And, and these are kind of, you know, my favorite uh, uh, scripture passages, you know, to, to you know, pull out the talk, to explain a little bit, you know, you know, where we, we, where we find evidence of the Trinity. But, you know, there, there's, there's more in, in scripture than, than what I'm walking through, just as a reminder. Uh, John 14, chapter 16 through 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Again, he's talking about, he's at, you know, here, here Jesus is asking the Father, um, and he will give you another helper, which is the Holy Spirit. So again, present in that in that passage we have the we have we're talking about the trinity father son and the holy spirit then we go we can go to galatians uh this is chapter 3 verse 20 now an intermediary implies more than one but god is one so again that's the that's a concept of the trinity you know one nature three persons right there in galatians that's what it's, it's insinuating there, and that's what we're, we're getting from there. And then we can take a look at Luke chapter 1, verse 35. And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. So, again, you know, this is alluding to the Trinity. This is talking about the Holy Spirit. It's talking about the Son of God, Jesus. Um, you know, th th this is, you know, there's so much of this that we see in Scripture. Um, and that's, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the Nicene Creed after we walk through uh, Scripture as well um, and what that's all about. So then we can go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 17. It says, Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So again, we're talking about, you know, um, the Spirit and the Lord. And then we have John chapter 17, verses 20 through 22. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may, that may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you. And they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Again, very Trinitarian uh, passage. And then finally, you know, we're gonna let's look at the Nicene Creed, which is our profession of faith. We say it all the time at Mass on Sundays. And you know, this has to do with the uh, there was the Council of Nicaea, which had convened in around 325 A.D. And the council defended the, div the divinity of Jesus in the mystery of the Trinity. That was its, its main purpose. And, you know, out of that came the Nicene Creed. And, you know, let's walk through and, and we can actually pray the Nicene Creed, 
Nicene Creed together. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. So, you know, at the beginning, you know, we see that um, we, we, I believe, it, you know, starts out, I believe in one God. So we believe in one God. We're monotheistic. And, um, you know, we, it, so we talk about, in that creed, we talk about the Father, we talk about uh, the Son, and we talk about the Holy Spirit. And we, what's, what's interesting is, you know, when we, we we're talking about Jesus, um, we say begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, meaning that he's always, he has always been the Son of God um, from, from that moment, right, from forever. I mean, it's all, I, mean, that's, I should say moment because that means time, um, but forever. He's always been the you know, he's always been the son. So there's three persons in that in that in in in, in one God, and it's all they, they've always been that way. And because you know they're not there's always when you think about um, creation, you know they created everything. So everything was created, and everything else was created. They're the cause of all creation, but they have no cause. Of themselves, they've always, always been there forever, and um, you know, it, it, uh, this is what makes it a mystery, and which is very hard for us as human beings to comprehend. But that's what the Nicene Creed is telling us, um, and you know, it says, "Through Him and all things were made," um, you know, and it was for for our salvation, and you know, it talks about the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary. You know, and 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 became man. You know, for our sake, he was crucified on a punch's pile. You know, walks through all of salvation history and how we were saved. You know, through our our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, you know, it talks about um, you know the Holy Spirit, the Lord Giver of Life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, and who has spoken through the prophets. So you know, we're we're getting this is a trinitarian prayer and that's what's so beautiful about it you know we're, it's, it's a profession of our faith it's what we believe we believe in one god and three persons and so you know one nature and three persons and that's what the trinity is so we believe in one god and we are monotheistic or uh, monotheist is another name to, to, to call to call what that is 
We also believe that there are three persons of that one God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the, God the Holy Spirit. We see that Jesus was begotten, not made. Jesus was not created. He is the eternal Son of the Father that always existed with the Father. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit were all present at creation. And, and there you have it. It's why we call the Trinity a, a mystery. And, you know, hopefully that helps you a little bit in explaining the Trinity. Um, you know, we could spend a lot more time on this, and maybe I'll, I'll bring in a guest um, caller and, and talk a little bit more about the mystery of the Trinity. But, you know, it's just that appreciation of what it is and how important it is to understand it. And, um, you, know, uh, you know, I think that, you know, it being the central mystery of the Catholic faith, it, it's really important to... Um, really, really focus on it and and pray on it and pray, you know, you know, and, and I, I love that. Uh, I love the Nicene Creed, and it's you know we, as we say it, you know, most Sundays, and I think it's it's it has everything in it, and I think it's you know next time you pray it and you're in Mass, you know, just listening, listen to the words that you're reciting. And, and understanding, you know, what that mystery is and, you know, how beautiful it is. You know, God is love. You know, the Father loves the Son. The Son loves the Father. And they share the love of the Holy Spirit. And they share that love with us as well. And, you know, that's that's what God is. God is love. And, and it's 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 just so beautiful. And, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll spend a little bit more time on it in a, in a, in a future broadcast. But... In any event, we'll be back next week. God bless you, and have a great week.